I don't know. I feel like if you're a woman at some point, you might have to rip an arrow out of a man. Yeah, it's something you always have to be prepared for, for sure. It's It never goes out of style. To rip an arrow out of a man's rippling And it never bicep. goes out of style for a man to sacrifice himself by throwing himself in front of you to take the arrow on your behalf. Oh, yeah, no, that's timeless. It's so timeless. Mystic balls. Mystic balls. Mystic balls. Mystic balls. Hey. Okay. Hi. <laughs> um, Nicole was just mansplaining how to podcast to me. <laughs> um, you actually don't is- hold the mic that way. <laughs> it was. It's always wrong. The black part goes. Who told us that that was the right way? That. I guess no one, but why is it different? And why, I mean, there's like a green light on this side. So I assume that's like the front. That means it's on, is. right? Right. But why would that <laughs> on? I don't know. This just looks right, doesn't it? Maybe, but know. maybe you're supposed to turn it the other way so that, so oh, everyone maybe. knows that you're, that you're recording a podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to like, what's been happening? Let's see. Casey Musgraves' new album was disappointing. Okay, really? I liked it. But i that's kind of the universal take that it was, like, not the best. I really liked it, personally. I, I, liked, I liked it better than Lord's album, that's for sure. Mm, I liked – it's just – it's so hard because – she literally like has been Casey no skips Musgraves. I'm not used to not liking like every single song on her album. Yeah. Well, she's sad. That's why she... I was like extra looking forward to this. I right. was ready to make her divorce album like all about me. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know or aren't <laughs> Casey Musgrave stands, um, she she went through a divorce. It's very, like, interesting how much it parallels John Mulaney's divorce also. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> Do you think they're connected? I think that it's not a coincidence. I will say that. She's also pregnant with John Mulaney's child. No, <laughs> no but I think that Anna, which is John Mulaney's her, ex, her I think ex-husband. that they must be in cahoots, Anna and Casey, for sure. You think they're friends? I don't know. It just seems like so timely of her to be like, hey, Anna, here's my divorce album if you need it. Oh, I see. Like yeah. she did it for, for in, both sol- of them. in solidarity, in solidarity with, with, with Anna, John yeah. Mulaney's ex-wife. I see. Ex-wife. Do you think that Casey Musgrave's ex-husband is mm. pregnant with Olivia Munn's child? I think undoubtedly. Cool. Maybe <laughs> – in in solidarity with John Mulaney. John Mulaney, he got pregnant. Yeah, by Olivia yeah. Munn. Yeah, right. Um, my God, did you okay. wait? Did you watch the Seth Meyers uh, interview? The, the cringiest PR stunt I've ever seen in my oh, entire life. I had to turn it off. I didn't. I, I didn't finish it. I had to pause it. I was eating lunch and like feeling nauseous. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" 
Okay, so let's it just... Was so, okay. <laughs> okay, in layman's <laughs> terms, well, I'm just going to summarize this as cleanly as I can. Go for John it. John Mulaney was married to Anna. They recent John Mulaney went to rehab um, and divorced his, his ex-wife, Anna, started dating Olivia Munn, problematic in and of itself. She's now pregnant with John Mulaney's child, who, by the way... Who, by the um, way, yeah, like, literally made, like, half of his comedy special about how him and his wife or ex-wife now didn't want kids. Yeah, and they just like want a dog. Very yeah, open about not wanting children. And now he's going to be a daddy. Oh, dude, that. And so he then goes on Seth Meyers' show, who Seth Meyers is a friend like his of best his. Friend. They're and I'm assuming would do anything for him, especially after like staging some sort of like glamorous star studded drug intervention for him to get him Mm -hmm. to go to rehab. Mm -hmm. It's like an 18 minute long interview with little to no audience. There were like a couple claps and maybe like one or two laughs, Mm -hmm. which I feel like in COVID era, like we're past that point now, like there are audiences now aren't yeah, there yeah like snl's having an audience yeah it's um, like we're past the awkward like just them in, in a studio i don't think he's doing audiences but mm. so he he sits john mulaney down and basically they reminisce about his relapse and um reminisce he, about the good did. old days when he was relapsing on cocaine <laughs> yeah and and john mulaney's like very open about his cocaine usage um and and the the intervention star-studded as you mentioned and then then he brings up the pregnancy and you know he they painted as this like very positive picture like oh and now you're you're healed again and you're gonna be a father how exciting but in reality it was just so cringy and way too honest it was too honest i can't claim to be an expert on this because I literally had to stop watching the clip because I felt so uncomfortable. It's just like, I understand that he feels the need to do some sort of public statement about the past year potentially, but I feel like doing it in person like that. And I understand maybe him and Seth are friends, but where there's no audience to react already made it feel really, really uncomfortable. And then something just felt really off about the whole thing. And anytime people paint their, this I'm sure is going to sound really pessimistic of me or jaded, but anytime people frame a pregnancy as something that has saved them, or has saved their relationship or like to frame it as like this woman and impregnating her has saved me from myself, has saved me from my cocaine addiction. It just like always really leaves a bad taste in my mouth. This little child isn't coming into this world to save you from your cocaine addiction. Yeah. And certainly won't save you from your cocaine addiction. No. Um, if anything, having a child will probably send you into a cocaine for addiction. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, okay, well, obviously they were trying to get ahead of the story by making it this like life Because it is very quickly after. I mean, the divorce papers were only recently finalized and she looks about 
six, six months, months pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. I mean, the, the timeline is super messy and that's what everyone's saying. I mean, this bitch got pregnant right the fuck away. Um, yeah, he knocked her up good. Yeah. And it's just funny because it's John Mulaney too. He's like such a wholesome comic and he's talking about like just railing cocaine backstage and like knocking up Olivia Munn. Yeah. <laughs> like well, and they tried to talk about like, I guess John Mulaney did a pretty unhinged interview with Seth Meyers a few months ago before it was announced that he was going back into rehab. And he was saying on this recent interview that like, oh yeah, like I was doing, you know, lines the day before and lines the day after. Like I certainly wasn't high when I was doing that interview, but like John, I watched the interview. You were at one thousand percent on drugs you were wearing a trench coat and sunglasses i didn't watch this interview i maybe i should you should go back and watch it it's that um, sounds more interesting crazy. to watch than his sobriety interview i remember watching it and being like is he okay and then like four days later it was like john mulaney back in rehab and i was like that makes sense oh uh, why would they air that seth I is a fake know. friend for that seth is so fake for that um what wait why can we go back can you explain to me why Olivia, Olivia Munn is problematic. Is okay, so I guess she allegedly, I haven't read it, but I guess she released this like really fat phobic and like anti, like pretty um anti-woman, anti-feminist anti-woman biography <laughs> that's, a, that's a really harsh take. Just anti-woman. Anti-woman. Well, she like <laughs> talks about it's just like really contradictory and she like is super fat phobic and talks about like wanting to be skinny and then she just like degrades women throughout the entire biography and whether or not she wrote it Wait, she wrote, wrote an autobiography an autobiography claiming or saying that she is anti-woman and wants to be i mean skinny. i don't think she used the phrase anti-woman in this fact sounds like my autobiography um, I don't think you should go around announcing that. <laughs> well, I I do want to be skinny, but I wouldn't write I wouldn't write about that because I am self aware enough to recognize that that's like something I should talk to my therapist about, and not something right. I should write an autobiography about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, whatever. Maybe she ghost wrote it, or maybe she <laughs> who who knows. I doubt Olivia Munn sat ghost down writer and was then like to get fired. Oh yeah, I mean, she okayed the project. I want to do some research on this. It's really interesting. Maybe we should read it and then we can talk about it. That could I mean, be a I fun can pull segment. some quotes. Yeah, I um, I just know Olivia Munn as the actress who plays the hot stripper in New Girl. <laughs> oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. People are like, whatever. She's kind of. Has she been in anything recently? I don't even I don't think know. she's that hot. Not as hot as Anna John Mulaney's ex-wife for sure. Oh, I think she's hotter. Really? I think that's kind of partly why this is like upsetting. I think Anna's a beauty. Um, I think they're both very beautiful, but I think Olivia yeah. Munn is like sexier, which again makes it very. She's makes it even worse. She's like very sultry, um, I guess. Yeah, which I isn't helping her at all because she looks like the the other woman type. While Anna and Anne Marie, yeah, she she's We're very like experts. homely. Yeah, no, it's I don't know more, anything about anything. Looks but... more like wifey. Uh, they're both beautiful. I'm just saying from yeah from a as a 
from a pop culture perspective. Yeah. Anne Marie's more the Jackie O and Olivia Munn is more the Marilyn. Yeah. Listen, so. we're just trying to give you guys the full picture here. Um, that we don't even know. But I, I, I'm just, yeah, gra- <laughs> grasping at straws at this point. I do. Yeah. We're like just actually like throwing out wild <laughs> shit about her. We're like, she's anti woman. I'm like, she hates, hates fat, fat people. people. <laughs> um this is like not back at all yeah you're like where did it say that i'm like i don't even i saw a tiktok i think (laughs) i briefly watched (laughs) i'm gonna get sued for defamation um but i want to just before we move on i want to um talk about the tweet oh my god okay yeah 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 yeah. please olivia munn tweeted sending in caps so much love to John Mulaney love and support with like some hearts and is like you've got this yeah and what's the timestamp on that please December 2020 yikes so that was right when he first went into rehab well apparently um the first time he met Olivia Munn was at Seth Meyers' wedding. Again, I can't back this at all, but... Well, he did say that. That's that's based. That is based. Okay, well, she... They met, and I guess that they, like, sort of hit it off, but obviously he... I think at the time, John Mulaney was... Was married. Um, was married. <laughs> yeah. But, like, there are rumors that they sort of, sort of were hitting it off, so... I just am wait. December twenty twenty. December, January, February, March, April, May. It's been like June. nine months. I think. I'm just such. trying to figure out when this baby was conceived. I'm sure we can look it up, and someone's someone already probably so has leaked it. the due date. But yeah. um, I just like okay. There's two. Like either she tweeted that while in some sort of relationship with him which that's really weird to like I'm just imagining like if you went into rehab Nicole I certainly wouldn't tweet sending (laughs) so much love and support to Nicole Arkey you've got this yeah good I mean I actually would hope that you would attention (laughs) with your hottest selfie yeah sending so much love to my really really hot friend Nicole (laughs) she her and her excellent rack will be entering rehab you've got this You've so either this. that or she tweeted that about some guy that she some married guy that she pseudo hit it off with at a wedding. Yeah. Neither, neither of those like those are really weird. Yeah. They're both really weird. So the so the big question people are just trying to like figure out is whether or not John Mulaney had an affair which like when you think of John Mulaney who by the way was my personal favorite stand-up comedian uh, you just don't look at him and think this man's probably cheating on his wife no no you don't look at him and think this man is having sex you don't look at him and say this man is probably doing lines of cocaine comedians in general are troubled and riddled with for sure. Addiction and definitely sexual misconduct, of course. But yeah, it's crazy to see someone's like so like he had such a curated public image. Yes. And it was definitely. so like he literally did he like, was, like a untouchable. children's like comedy special on Netflix, like called yeah. the Sack Lunch Bunch. Like it doesn't get more 
wholesome than that. And that was something that he so willingly created and took part in. So to like watch it fumble this hard. Yeah. Is just, it's a wild. Yeah. I mean, the relapse thing in and of itself, like John Mulaney has been sober since he like very publicly sober since he was like 18 years old. Like he did Mm -hmm. cocaine once and was like, oh, I can never do that again. Well, um, he did it again. Spoiler <laughs> he alert. He did it again. Um, <laughs> yeah. So to hear about that, I mean, I just hope he's okay. I just – can you imagine that child? It's going to be named something so fucking ridiculous. It's going to be named cocaine. <laughs> cocaine is a beautiful name for a girl, actually. Coke for short. <laughs> it's so messy. Like, of course, everyone's – everyone's talking it's just about the it. hottest goss right now so that's our take my 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 final what, like what was that take i mean what's our is, take okay my final take is that um anna's gonna be doing better she has casey musgrave's album to get her through <laughs> and i hope john mulaney makes a wonderful father and stays away from that sweet sweet cocaine yeah that's my take. Like, I wish nothing but the best to everyone um, except Olivia Munn, who hates women, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Not based. I mean, surely, surely people, I feel for Olivia Munn in that. I don't think you need to feel for Olivia I Munn. Well, I do in that she. She's the other she's woman. Being, people are portraying her as the villain here. Mm-hmm. Which um, is she, though? I regardless like if you want to be a villain in your own personal life that's fine obviously she's a public figure so people are gonna come after her and I do feel for the fact that she's pregnant mm-hmm. and has been involved in some sort of scandal scandal and I, I feel for her and the fact that surely people are going to attack her and are attacking her I don't feel that she's the villain per se. I mean, John Mulaney played a 50% role in knocking her up. I And I think it's unfortunate that he is so, so beloved, whereas she is, I mean, I literally know her as playing a hot stripper in New Girl. So that's yeah. not, that's not great. I don't know. I don't, that's my take, I guess. Yeah. I hope that they're yeah. all well. I hope everyone does Everyone's okay. I really, I really hope the baby has a a happy life and isn't always viewed as a baby that saved John Mulaney from cocaine. Like that's just (laughs) like a really, really weird thing to put on your unborn child. I I think it's really fucking weird. He said that. Okay, sweet. So So we do have a vampire diaries podcast. (laughs) Um, um, Crazy up. Spoiler alert. There's werewolves. Oh yeah. What about Which, me? Oh, I was just sorry. What say, you said something about me? What? <laughs> You're absolutely pounding tea right now. Cute pounding mug. tea with the same veracity that John Mulaney was pounding cocaine before rehab. And Olivia Munn. And with the same veracity, he was pounding <laughs> Olivia Munn. <laughs> Damn, good one. That's what I thought you were gonna say. So. No, that would have been funnier. Um, and less um, mean. It's kind of mean to like talk about someone's cocaine addiction. So he's I, really open about it. Whatever. Cocaine addictions happen, you know. If you have the money, you know what I mean? That's a whole different beast. But oh, like, cocaine addiction is a symbol of of incredible of wealth. wealth. <laughs> yeah. It is. I mean it is. It is. It truly is. Like it, that shit's really expensive. 
Okay. Oh, Season thank two, God. episode yeah. three. Um, Bad Moon Rising. But <laughs> Alaric is back and he looks hot. Yeah. Um, his hair has so gotten longer and it looks really good. It looks good. Long he got a blowout, sure. I think, for this episode. He, it looks really fluffy and nice. So Elena, Stefan, and Damon. Um, they're, they're trying still to figure out what the, the heck is going on. Yeah, they're trying to figure out what what the Lockwoods are because the Gilbert device like gave them a migraine as well as the vampires. Yeah, so they're asking Alaric if his dead wife had any research on this because she um, was a professor of paranormal folklore, folklore studies at Duke, which. Certainly, that's not a, a major at Duke, but no. um, in the show it is. And um, they are asking if he if he knows anything about that. Um, he does mention that she studied lycanthropes, which Elena knows to mean werewolves. Which, um, yeah. Sorry, I didn't know Elena was also a master <laughs> of folklore. An expert on this. She seems to be an expert only on sucking vampire dick whoa yeah but true <laughs> she's like oh so werewolves that's crazy which we love a, a vampire werewolf trope we do <laughs> and damon common yeah damon's literally like that's too cliche like i've never met a werewolf and i've lived like 160 years um he does say i've seen enough movies to know that that would be bad yeah <laughs> yeah being a secret vampire and watching some vampire movie like that's got to be kind of trippy you know i love thinking about damon watching twilight i know it's me so too. it's so delightful it really tickles me to think about that yeah they they decide that they're gonna go to alaric's ex-wife dead undead vampire wife isabel who if you recall is really hot they're gonna go to her old office in duke and dig around in some of her research and see what they can find about um, lycanthropes about lycanthropes aka werewolves um and they and never refer to them as that ever again by the way no it was it was a one-time thing i think we should i think we should normalize um normalize lycanthropes, lycanthropes instead yeah. of werewolves yeah um but yeah, uh, Elena's going with Alaric and Damon because she wants to find out more about why um, she looks exactly the fucking same as Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they refer to her as like a doppelganger, a doppelganger, which just simply isn't even like specific enough. They look the exact same. I know that's what like doppelgangers look the exact same. I know, but it's like, oh, they, you know, look the same, but like, they I don't look the same. They're not, but it, saying exact doppelgangers is pretty redundant. Like, I don't know what more you want. I'm not <laughs> trying right, to get into All right, all right, I hear you. The semantics. No, semantics of it. <laughs> Sorry okay, to yeah. dunk on you, but um, that's redundant. <laughs> um, okay. Stefan's staying behind because he is helping baby vampire Caroline figure out how the fuck to exist in the world now that she wants to kill everyone that she smells. Yeah. So that's, um, that's how we start out They're They're splitting up, divide and conquer. Yeah. So now we meet Tyler, <laughs> Tyler and his uncle Mason, Tyler and Mason. Mason goes out for a jog. Um, Tyler follows him. There's a lot of bro tanks happening. Um, a lot. AK two. 
aka two, but there's like a rippling biceps, mm-hmm. etc. I'm just trying to paint the picture. You're saying for... the bro tanks, like there's a lot of bro tank in each well, bro tank. Two out of two. I mean, that's, that's but a lot for of... but for each bro tank, there's like a lot of a... bro tank. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Like sometimes you see a guy wearing a tank, and you're like, that's a guy wearing a tank. And yeah. Sometimes you see a guy wearing a tank, and uh, you're like, oh, that's a hell of a lot of tank that you're wearing. Yeah. Yeah, like the tankiest tank. It's a bro tank if I've ever seen It's a bro tank, yeah. Yeah. We're we're just like a centimeter away from a nip slip on these men. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay, so basically um, Mason like runs down to to the old Lockwood estate and he's like sort of in a dungeon looking. You know the random dungeon in the woods in your hometown that everyone has? You know that. You know the dungeon in the woods in your hometown? That's where he is. That's where he is. It's Um, very, very strange. Like chains and like underground gate and it's it's wild. And some like mysterious scratching. Um, So anyway, Tyler comes back um, and there's this like little scene that isn't in the Wikipedia synopsis. Oh my God, I wrote, I literally typed this out too. I was like, how dare Wikipedia not include this? Okay, so basically Tyler goes up to his mom. Girl mayor alert. (laughs) Our girl mayor, Mommy Lockwood. He's like, what's up with the burned down plantation that we used to own? Um... It is a plantation. They call it. They a call plantation. it an estate. No, they call it the Lockwood Estate. Okay, but it's a plantation. She says plantation. No way. The word plantation is tossed. Yes. Okay. Yes. I. I. My brain immediately erased that from horror. Because then they go on to say Tyler's like, okay, what's up with the creepy basement, and. Basically, Ugh. she goes, Ms. we don't Mayor. talk about those kinds of rooms. Yeah, she goes, we don't talk about them. And he goes, why? <laughs> and neither of us want to be the one to say it. She says, well, this is the South, honey. No one likes to talk about the old slave days. Oh, my God. So just confirming as if we didn't already know that oh. the Lockwoods were, in fact, slave owners. The fact, though, that it took until season two, episode three of like them dancing around this and to and to so to be this blase about it. Yeah. To say the old slave days. That's on the writers of, of the stupid show for sure. Stupid fucking show. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that was shocking, and actually, it makes sense that that wasn't included in the Wikipedia. I did. I did synopsis. pause. I paused the show, and I went clickety clack clack on my keyboard. Yeah. Typing yeah. that so that I could say it because Wikipedia did not include it. The last thing I want to mention about Mommy Lockwood, Mrs. Mayor, um, Woman Mayor, is that she's Her so arms. small. She's oh. so small, and also her boob job is um so bad oh i didn't notice that kind of checks out for the character though like she would have kind of a shitty boob job it's just because she they gave her like triple d's and she obviously weighs no more than like 110 pounds um so it just doesn't really add the heck up you know what i mean her biceps though i mean all the lockwoods have insane biceps i'd like to see her in a bro tank runs in the fam she could probably beat them all in a push-up contest for sure 
Um, okay, sweet. So Stefan, Stefan's being a teacher for Caroline. He brings Bonnie in. Um, Bonnie's being kind of a buzzkill, but basically, since Caroline's a vampire, she can't. <laughs> Bonnie's go out with being sun. a buzzkill because Caroline killed someone the last episode that Bonnie was trying to hook up with, and so she's a little salty. Oh, I forgot that that was yeah. particularly why, because she she leaves out the part that she wanted to sleep with this man, and she just goes straight into some like morally upstanding argument of like you killed one single person and like i just don't know that i can trust you anymore and it's like bonnie get chill with out the, with the program. like people are dying it's inevitable people, die. people are Which gonna like, die inevitable it's inevitable it's yeah until march seems like bullshit <laughs> god vanessa hudgens gave us so much with that video she gave uh. us so much um, okay, so so basically Stefan's trying to get Bonnie to make a put a spell on the ring for Caroline so she can go out in the sun and be a normal girl. Um and Caroline does make a point to say that um the <laughs> ring is ugly. <laughs> She's like, I don't get to pick the ring I'm wearing for the rest of my life, and it is fucking Which, ugly. Good point. And if I'd you're just mad. putting a random spell on a ring, can it be any damn ring? Can it be like a nice Tiffany ring, perhaps? Maybe a Cartier love ring? I don't know. Perhaps. I don't know. I would settle for like a Nordstrom Rack knockoff $25 ring, you know? But it doesn't need to look like costume jewelry. I don't know anything about jewelry, I don't think. I wish I didn't. I yeah, like what the, what the hell is a Cartier ring? Oh my God. Okay. Was that a pick me thing to say? I don't know. I'm so sorry. You're a pick me for that. I, wait, what is it called? Cartier? I don't even wear jewelry. I don't even know. I don't know. So high maintenance. I don't know how you guys do anything with those nails. I would poke (laughs) my eye out. I don't even wear makeup. So I don't even have fingers to put a ring on. Like I I'm so relaxed I can't even pick things up. I'm like, ugh, I I don't even can't even pick up a makeup brush. Yeah, no. The only thing I'm I do with these hands is like toss a football <laughs> and drink a beer. So Caroline puts a spell on a ring and now Caroline can go outside. I love that Caroline turns into a vampire and immediately starts experimenting with a smoky eyeshadow look. Did you notice that? Yeah, it's a little much. Oh my God, she looks like Avril Lavigne. She does look like Avril Lavigne. She looks like she's about to go out on the town. They go to Duke, Damon, Elena, and Alaric. Um, they. I love this trio. I love when they <laughs> when they're together. <laughs> it's such a squad. It's so weird. A hundred and sixty year old vampire, a sixteen year old girl. girl. And, and a, in like her a 35-year-old history, history teacher. That's trying to smash the 16-year-old girl's aunt. Correct. Yeah. yeah. They arrive at Isabel's old office at Duke. And this woman named Vanessa is waiting for them. She's a research assistant. And you can tell that she's a research assistant because she's wearing a cargo vest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. checks out. She's acting really friendly. She tells him that she had Isabel as one of her first professors that she was brilliant that's why she got into folklore blah 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 whatever so they she lets them into the room they start looking around and Vanessa (laughs) she wore that cargo vest for a reason and she comes in with a crossbow yeah that I guess was lying around um, and tries to shoot Elena 
Um, and Damon jumps in front of Elena because everyone's always waiting for an opportunity to jump in front of Elena and save her. And it hits him instead. Alaric runs over and like disarms Vanessa and pins her to the wall. Um, And (laughs) Elena like rips the arrow out of Damon's back. So Vanessa explains to Alaric that she recognized Elena and Damon as Catherine and Damon from Isabel's research really crazy that she has seen this many photos of them to know who they are and be willing to attack them with the crossbow for it. But he explains to her that Elena just looks a lot like Catherine and is one of her descendants and that Damon is a vampire. And that's why he's. And that Isabel, he also says Isabel is her mom. Isabel is Elena's mom. Yeah. Not Vanessa's mom. That'd be wild. (laughs) Isabel's just so maternal. She's she's actually also Uh, pregnant with John Mulaney's baby. (laughs) Yeah. And by the way, through this whole thing, Damon and Elena are sort of like on the rocks. Because he killed her brother. And it's unclear whether or not he knew that her brother would come back to life based on the magical ring that he was wearing. Which he did come back to life, but like, yikes. Big yikes. Yeah, you still shouldn't. Like, friends don't kill friends, brothers. Yeah, for sure. And I stand by that. Ask anyone. Um, Yeah, I'll die. And I'll die on that hill. (laughs) And I think that's hella wrong, by the way. (laughs) Stefan is taking Caroline out to the woods to help her hunt bunnies so that she doesn't hunt people. Mm. Um, and and Caroline's wearing... really mad about it because she just wants to go to the watering hole with her boyfriend. Which <laughs> the by watering the way, hole? <laughs> what do they call it? A it's water like a swimming hole? hole? A swimming watering, hole. watering hole is giving me really like it's giving line like in the African Sahara. <laughs> but anyway, she wants to go to the swimming hole party that Tyler's throwing. Which um, I didn't see a swimming hole at that party, by the way. But no, they, they they had like a, a montage kind of of a couple people jumping in and swimming. I don't oh, know. okay. Okay, okay. Um, it looks fun. But anyway, and so then she's like getting really frustrated because she can't go. And Damon has to explain to her she's that. She's also wearing capris. Oh, my God. The capris are horrid. Like really tight capris. Yeah, and they're sort of distressed. They look really bad. I think they're true religion. Those ever come back, Cheyenne? I don't think I can. I can't. I can't do capris. No. I don't think anyone can. Or Stefan has to explain to her that when she becomes a vampire, her like natural personality is enhanced. Um, so he was like, for example, I'm really kind and caring. <laughs> and when I became a vampire, I became more kind and caring. He's like, so for example, I'm an empath. <laughs> um, and you can and- tell I'm an empath because I talk a lot about how I'm an empath. <laughs> and so she goes, okay, so basically you're telling me that I'm now an insecure, neurotic, control freak on crack. This he goes, well, Yeah. Because I wasn't going to say it like that, but like, yeah. No, Caroline, it means that you're even cooler and hotter and more confident than you were before. I think she needs Um, to reframe how she's thinking about being turned into a vampire. Yeah, it's all about your mindset. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. He tells her that they can go to the swimming hole party (laughs) after they hunt. So they go to the they go to the swimming hole party. Um, and yeah. 
she gets to see Matt, which she's really excited about the last time she saw him. He told her he loved her and now she's been avoiding him because she um, wants to eat him, wants to eat him. She goes up and she sees Amy Bradley, some random high school girl that is named Amy Bradley um, flirting with him. And so she goes up to her and compels her to go find someone single to flirt with in front Mm -hmm. of Matt. Um, Mm -hmm. and Matt's like, that was really rude. Why did you do that? Also, why aren't you answering any of my calls? She basically is just like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know why I haven't been answering. I've just been like busy, busy. I don't know. Typical. Um, Anytime a girl tells you she's been busy, she's really been controlling her urge to suck your blood. Yeah. We all know it. We all know that. Matt's still pretty pissed. He's like, you don't get to ignore my calls and then come and be a jealous girlfriend. Like, that's super not cool. She's um, like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I, I have every right to do that. And I agree he, with her. She does have every right to do that. Yeah, whatever. She was fucking busy. And then you were flirting with some girl. So let her be mad. You should just be happy to see her. Count your blessings. Yeah, She's reframe you. your mindset, not be grateful. Reframe your mindset, dude. Everyone needs to just be grateful. It is super annoying that he's been trying to see her, and then the second she shows up, he's like, you're being rude. Like, you were talking to a girl, and everyone knows when you're dating someone, you're not allowed you to talk, talk to any to other women. Or think about them or look at them. And the, like, You have to stop, the rules. Like, say goodbye to your mom, say goodbye to your sisters. Yeah, your grandma, forget it. Forget her. Forget her. Forget her. You um, don't talk to her anymore. You talk but, to, to me. <laughs> me I am the girl boss me. now. And then you isolate them. And that's that's how a relationship you, is. And then you cut them off from all of their other close relationships. Mm-hmm. And, and, that's- <laughs> and that's that. And that's a, called healthy. That's healthy. And that's how you start a healthy relationship. So whatever. Matt's like pissed and walks away. Um, and Stefan's like, dude, you can't just compel people when you're mad. And she's like, yeah, I can. It's like, she deserved it. (laughs) She's like, why is everyone defending Amy Bradley? And I'm like, yeah, why (laughs) is everyone defending Amy Bradley? Who is she? Adjust your mindset, Stefan. (laughs) It's getting dark. And Mason is going to the Wikipedia calls it the dungeon. The dungeon. (laughs) Um, I don't really like that Wikipedia is, is part of the problem and dodging the fact that it sounds like it was like the slave quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's what else was it? She says we don't talk about rooms like that and then talks about the old slave times. Like and there's like the slave quarters. Like yeah. it's really, really it's, it's so tough. dark. I can't believe this was like a CW show and they just did this. Like, this well, and wild. like how easy it would have been for them to just not have that be part of it at all. It just know? does not at all have to be. It could be an old wine cellar for Christ's sake. Like yeah. why? Are- <laughs> like they don't have to be in like the deep south of Virginia. They could. This no. could be in like, you know, Oregon or something. But instead it's. It could have been in Forks, Washington. Yeah, for example, I don't know, pull that out of my ass. Um, yeah, so he's going to the corner dungeon, the dungeon cellar, and he's starting to like chain himself up. Which I don't know is it is it kinky or is it supernatural? Hard to say at this point. Could be By both. the way, the theme running through this whole entire episode is that there's a full moon. It's really spooky. 
Um, and we all know what happens with full moons, allegedly, with werewolves. Right. Right. Yeah. They do some manifestation and they yeah. reframe their mindset on the full moon. <laughs> yeah. They uh, <laughs> light some candles and get some sage and they do a cleanse. They do their gratitude journals. Yeah. But um, he is chaining himself up when he hears Tyler arrive with guess who? Amy Bradley. She did exactly what we're suggesting. She reframed her mindset. Yeah. From Matt to Tyler. Yeah. She was compelled to reframe her mindset, but I mean, that's, you know. Semantics. Yeah, for sure. Whatever. Whatever. Um, and but they they like he drags her into this dungeon which by the way can you even i mean red flag red flag red flag not only is it a dungeon but also you're going with tyler lockwood probably one of the like most aggressive scary characters on the show and you're just like a, a little girl you're just a teeny tiny little girl yeah and he like Why makes a point that? he makes a point to be like no one knows where we are and like no one will be able to find us and she's like no one will be able to find you yeah she's like "Ooh, <laughs> sexy but i'm like girl run yeah she was compelled though she even says are you single because caroline specifically compelled her to go flirt with someone single and he is single yeah um but just also the fact that Literally a mere two scenes ago, maybe, I don't know, 15 minutes ago in the show, he asked his mom specifically about this underground room. And she literally told him that it was slave quarters. Mm -hmm. And his next step is to take a girl there to hook up. The more we get into this, the more it's so insensitive. It's not even just insensitive. That's like really twisted. It's really fucked up. I wouldn't want to go anywhere fucking near that place. No. And also, why is it even still there? I feel like Mrs. Lockwood slash the town. Like, are they hoping that it, like, they'll put it to good use at some point? Yeah. I, will, I just think they should, like, I don't know, transform it into some. Well, it could be, like, a great museum. Put a goddamn historical, plaque there. A plaque. I mean, bare minimum. Uh, but, uh. Yeah. But instead, it's the it's the new hookup spot. And they start hooking up. Mason notices this and gets the heck out of Dodge. Yeah, he's out of there. He's out of and there. And he, at some point, this like doesn't even really matter. I just thought it was kind of funny. At some point, she stops Tyler and she's like, I'm sorry, I'm really not into this. I like Matt. I don't even yeah. know why I'm here. And, and then she leaves. Yeah. Amy Bradley out. Yeah. So Tyler's left feeling like high and dry high and dry in the old slave quarters and mason runs out before they can find him like can you imagine trying to explain why you're chaining yourself up yeah he's like oh this is just you know it's erotic or something i don't even know (laughs) so back at duke um research assistant vanessa is explaining to them (laughs) An old Aztec legend that somehow traces back to Virginia? <laughs> it, it all tracks. Listen. I have no words. It's so funny. She pulls out like a, literally it looks like an Aztec style, like drawing, painting document of mm-hmm. the legend of the curse of the sun and the moon in which 
an Aztec shaman, which I don't know. Did as did the Aztecs have shamans per se? Yes. I imagine the show did a lot of research on this. So <laughs> yeah. About an Aztec yeah. shaman that cursed vampires and werewolves to be slaves of the sun and the moon respectively. And that like vampires can't go out in the sun unless they have really ugly ass costume jewelry rings and werewolves turn or well werewolves turn into wolves in in the full moon full moon yeah they're like oh for sure this is what it is because yeah. as, as everyone knows that the aztecs are indigenous to virginia virginia mm-hmm. um so that just completely connects i don't yeah. see i don't see any um any loopholes in that well, whatsoever I mean, I mean i think they completely tied it up they're vi- they're vampires and werewolves which are obviously like transcontinental is that the word sure um <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh-huh. like they had access to to ships leaving for america um right are we just... are we assuming that vampires were of 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 eurasian descent whereas werewolves are of i think if we think too hard about it um i don't think it's meant to be thought of at all period <laughs> that applies to the entire show yeah exactly just, just don't really think about if it if you don't think about it it makes sense reframe but... your mindset I'm always saying that, Cheyenne. I love that. Who says okay. that the Aztecs couldn't have been indigenous to Virginia I, other than every single expert on 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 that subject? The Aztecs? Where where were the Aztecs? Was that you know Virginia? What? <laughs> I've always heard that. <laughs> um we all took we all took, you know, eighth grade history. We know. We've taken a class. We all into school we graduated high school okay so they found out this like crazy mythology but then we find out that a werewolf bite is fatal to vampires so this is real bad news yeah so it sounds like it's bad elena goes to call stefan to tell him it's looking hella likely that mason and tyler are vampires werewolves well yeah god sorry reframe your mindset (laughs) um (laughs) stefan is like, oh shit, that's bad. And um, he turns and finds that Caroline is no longer at the party. She has snuck away with Matt to make out with him in the woods. Shit. <laughs> so Stefan goes to find them and they're they're making out, except they get a little too crazy because Caroline like pushes him up against a tree and he cuts his hand and he's bleeding. And Caroline It's really like, convenient how often people in the show cut themselves while making out and she like leans caroline leans down to like kiss his wound and then she starts sucking what we it. all would do when someone has a really bloody ass wound you want to kiss it yeah and he's like caroline what the hell are you doing and she just gets too crazy and then she goes straight for the neck yeah she does um she really but stefan comes just in time As and usual. pushes her off of him also while this is happening there's like a werewolf circling them yeah because mason had to leave his little dungeon and where he was it's assumed he was planning on chaining himself up and just like chilling and not hurting anyone while he was like chained as a werewolf in there but mm-hmm. now he had to run away because tyler was trying to schmang amy bradley in yeah. the old slave quarters. quarters yep and um 
so now he's just he tried to like go up to his he tried to like, reframe his mindset his bronco <laughs> um, but he just literally like crashes through the glass and attacks caroline and tyler runs up at the same time and sees his uncle in wolf form on top of a girl that he knows in high school but he doesn't um, know that it's mason necessarily i it seems that he recognizes. He does. You think he does? Okay. Because he he yells at him to stop, and it's understood. Mason gotcha. Looks up. They at like him they and, do. Yeah, they do make eye contact. And he runs. By away the way, Caroline alone. Dude, the CGI of this werewolf bad. It's so <laughs> bad. Does it get better? It looks horrible. Um. Yeah, doubtful that it gets better. You okay. just you get better at ignoring it. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> the werewolf, aka Mason, runs away. Um, and you later see Tyler is waiting at Mason's Bronco and looks up and finds Mason um back in human form. Yeah. Naked. Yeah. Nice. Tyler basically is like, you that was you. And Mason's like, can you hand me my shorts? <laughs> and then is like, yeah, that was me. Yeah. So which okay, wait. So Tyler's also clearly a vampire. Or Scott, sorry, Jesus, a werewolf. Nicole. I know. <laughs> keep, a like, werewolf. Just keep them separate. <laughs> I know. Um, but how is so he's never turned into a werewolf, obviously, at this point. No. Okay. Yeah. It, it will maybe he still have some questions like, go through puberty or something i think he went through puberty <laughs> that boy on... is post puberty <laughs> back at duke elena is talking to vanessa about her um resemblance to Catherine, um and asks if she knows anything about doppelgangers and vanessa basically says that there's a lot of different cultures that believe in doppelgangers Again, totally based. Um, they did a lot of research. And yeah, it's um, like very vague. She's just like, there's cultures that believe it. Um, but she tells her that doppelgangers typically want to make their lookalikes a living hell and like sort of ruin their lives. Yeah, um, that they they um torture them sort of and yeah. don't leave them alone and elena's like that checks out like yeah, i feel she's pretty like, tell me something i Catherine. don't know yeah um and the whole time damon is is saying that he would help elena figure out stuff about Catherine, but it's just that they're not friends anymore because mm. she's still being really annoying and mad that he tried to kill her brother yeah so on their way back to the car Elena's kind of annoyed because she didn't really find out anything new about her. what she was there for, which yeah. is why she looks exactly like Catherine. Damon stops Elena, and he's always just so close to her when he talks to her. I know. They're always, he's always, like, pushing her up against, like, a wall something, or something. Something, yeah. yeah. He hands her a book with the title Petrova and tells her that she didn't look hard enough and that Catherine is originally from Europe and mm -hmm. her real name is Katerina Petrova. So he gives her the book and says, you should look at this and then asks, is she still mad at him? Mm -hmm. Now that and he's handed like, her a book. Yeah, she's like, well, thanks for helping me. And she just gets in the car. Try to make amends for killing your crush's brother by giving her an old book about her European doppelganger. I, Works honestly, every time. Um, if someone gave me a book, like, 
forgive and forget. You know what I mean? <laughs> someone gave you. Yeah. Hypothetically, if someone gave me a book, I would forgive them for I whatever. Love, I love books. <laughs> You're just so zany and you're such a bookworm, Nicole. <laughs> and being such pick a pick me. me. <laughs> um, but yeah, she takes the book. And when they get back to Mystic Falls, Alaric feels so much closure from visiting his dead wife's office that he goes up and just plants one on Jenna. Yeah. Jenna's being really freaking cool about the whole thing and being like, yeah, whatever, Mm -hmm. like take your time. You should explore your feelings for your dead wife. Yeah. She's like, closure is important. You know, she's really reframing her mindset Mm -hmm. um, and not being like such an annoying woman. Yeah. Which we're always saying. If you just ask for less. Uh Uh-huh. Um, you'll get more, but like, don't expect more. You know what I mean? If you expect less, you might get, get more. Probably not, Um, but maybe, but but it would be exciting if you did. Yeah. Because you expected less. Because you had, do you see how that makes sense? Yeah. But she actually is being cool because she's like, I don't want you to give me this like half-assed, like, maybe I will, maybe I won't. I just need to see. She's like, just take your time with it. And I guess she's basically implying she'll be there if he comes back, when he comes back, which is like sort of annoying. But I think more her point was that she doesn't want to be. I don't think it was necessarily that she'll be there once he figures it out. I think it was just like, while you're figuring it out, like, I don't really need to be involved. That's not totally kind of. Okay. Yeah, for sure. In defense of Aunt Jenna. Yeah. She's the most mature character on this show. A lark's yeah. an idiot, and he's like thirty-five. I don't think he's an idiot. How could he be an idiot? He's hot. <laughs> you go, but his hair. What you failed to consider was his blowout. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, and then Damon and Elena are still talking, and he's still like, "So, are you still mad at me now that I gave you that book?" And she's like, "Well, kinda. Yeah, you killed my brother." She uh, says, "I have to know when you killed Jeremy. Did you know that he was wearing the ring that would?" bring him back to life which he previously claimed to say like yeah i didn't know and he says no he didn't he didn't know so not his intention was to actually kill jeremy yeah but not out of like any malice for jeremy he just just like catherine pissed me off and i snapped which i was acting horrible excuse which is worse yeah yeah Like, if you're going to kill someone, at least have, like, a, a, a proper good motive. Yeah. Like, he just was being reckless. He was just upset. Yeah. So, after he tells her that, she says, thanks for the book, but you have lost my friendship forever. Ugh. Caroline and Stefan are cleaning up what happened in the woods. Um, yeah. They compel Matt to forget about the attack. Um, and he's supposed to remember that he was attacked by some, I don't know, animal. <laughs> An I animal. Guess. So again. vague. So vague. He doesn't even ask what animal. No. He's just like, it came out of nowhere. And Caroline's like, worried. Yeah, he, he gets the assignment. And Stefan says he'll make for vain for Matt because that'll protect him. So she won't. Caroline won't bite him and drink his blood, yeah. which is cool. That's cool. Um, <laughs> it's super cool to not be able to drink your significant other's blood. Yeah. Everyone's saying it. We love that. Um, they have a conversation where she basically says, I this was the last person on earth I ever wanted to hurt. And I probably shouldn't be with him. And Stefan's like, Yeah, honestly, like I totally should not be with Elena. <laughs> 
but but I just can't. I can't. I can't not be with her. He's like she's so skinny and she's hot. So hot. So despite the fact that I know for sure that every day I'm with her, I'm putting her life in danger. I just I can't help it. Yeah, which <laughs> so selfish. I mean, Caroline takes the hint. And, and Caroline also is clearly has years of maturity on Stefan based on this action alone. Like the fact that she can put Matt's safety above her own horniness that Stefan clearly can't do for Elena. Um, she she knows that she needs to keep him out of harm's way. She does what any what any self-respecting woman would do, and she completely sabotages the relationship. She causes a scene which we love to see. She goes to the Mystic Grill, which it's been a minute since we've been in the Mystic Grill. And (laughs) Caroline sees Amy talking with Matt, flirting with Matt. It's kind of- She's literally asking him if he's okay after his alleged animal attack. Animal attack, (laughs) yeah. So she's just like being a nice person. But Caroline goes up and is like, get the hell away from him. Like, stop flirting with him. And Matt's like, yo, I thought we were done with the drama. With the drama. And Caroline's like, actually, we're not done with the drama. Is that going to be a problem? And Matt's like, yeah, that is going to be a problem. And I'm, you know, I'm over it. Caroline's like, so are you breaking up with me? And Matt says, yes. Which accomplished. So devastating because Caroline really liked Matt, but she's just going through it. They're just, I mean, listen, timing is everything with these things. It's like certainly not the time to to be in a relationship with anyone when you're turning into a vampire. Yeah, she's busy. And um, I think she did the right thing, honestly. I think she did too. Um, respect, mad respect. I mad mean, respect. she could have just been more honest with Matt and been like, hey, I just am going through a lot <laughs> right vampire. now. And I don't want to do this, but um, whatever. She did. It's always, yeah, it's always easier to cause a scene and just sabotage the whole thing, don't you think? No, because I'm more mature than that. That's where we differ. (laughs) Uh, The episode ends with Caroline waking up in the morning and who's standing over her, but our favorite girl boss, Catherine. Catherine. And she's looking. Um so good good. yeah (laughs) so good and she looks at caroline and goes we're gonna have so much fun together and that's the end that's the end baby i really like stefan and caroline's little like friendship i think it's sweet i think it's really sweet too anytime a boy and a girl are friends i'm like oh that's really nice you know that's never portrayed Yeah. yeah no that's true until next time bye love you mystic balls (laughs) 